At 6.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News, bringing two-time sports writer of the year, friend of the program, Lori Nickel. How are you hanging in there? You're like, Do you normally run and work out outside, or are you inside person until you do like one of your events? Do both, but what's tough is skiers wait all year for a lot of snow like this, and now it's like so cold. That <laughs> right. We finally got the snow everybody wanted, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff you can wear, but, you know, um, if you put Aquaphor or like Vaseline on your face or your skin, that helps protect it. Donald Driver taught me that like 20 years ago. So, Oh, pro tip. Uh, well, speaking of which, Laura, you know, Eric and I have been talking about like, so now that the Philadelphia Eagles are out, if the Packers keep this dream playoff run going, we are not going to have a cold weather game. And while you always like to be at Lambeau Field, and it's great for Wisconsin and for the community and, and all of that. There's no way that team <laughs> wants to play at home. They'd right? rather be in a nice, comfortable area to play. Yeah, I haven't asked the players about that too much because, you know, it was kind of always assumed that they would be on the road and they still haven't really played a super cold game at home. The thing is, with with pro football now, there's so much technology that to keep their bodies warm. They, there's, you know, battery-powered jackets. There's great glove warmers. There's things that they can stay warm. The issue now these days is two things, the playing surface, which is always a challenge. And even though Lambeau Field is considered the premier in the league, um, you know, there's only so much they can do. And then the other thing is always the wind. And Green Bay is a little bit windier than Milwaukee, and we're always windier than Chicago. So um, the wind will wreak havoc. So when you look at this very young receiving group, I don't think they would have – I think it might a cold-weather game in Green Bay might have been an equalizer rather than an advantage. So I think they're probably totally okay with going on the road. You had an interesting piece I wanted to ask you about, Lori, because we sort of touched on it last week about all the comparisons between Jordan Love and his most immediate predecessor, Aaron Rodgers, and of course, Brett Favre before him. But you, in your piece, kind of explored the the relationship or comparison to Love and his coach, Matt LaFleur. You know, it's funny, Matt LaFleur played quarterback. He changed from receiver to quarterback, and he played at a Division II school, so you're not going to find a whole lot of video out there on him. So I wanted to ask some of his former teammates about them to see what similarities are. We know what differences there are between Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur. You know, Matt LaFleur is a bit more intense. You know, there's the story about how he couldn't lose that. You know, the whole team, like, conspired to make sure that he wouldn't lose a video game uh, with the team the night before they actually played an actual game because they were so worried that Matt LaFleur would play terribly if he lost. Like, he's got this personality he cannot lose. So, like, you know, 98 guys all made sure that LaFleur won his video game the day before the, their regular game. But So they're different that way. But here's how Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love are interesting, interestingly similar. Um, they're both very trusting you know, if you make the squad and you're out on the field, um, you, they have so much trust in one another and in the system and the priorities. And that is very unique between the two of them. And the second thing is that Jordan Love is a classic pocket, beat you with his arm, beat you with his brain quarterback. And that is very much out of the, you know, Matt LaFleur and he are cut from the same cloth in that same Situation. How many times have you seen Love almost get a delay of game penalty because he's, you know, 
he's still surveying, he's reading everything. And how many times are you counting for those poor offensive linemen going one, two, four seconds, five seconds? They've got to protect to make sure that Love gets what he wants. That's those reads and that patience is right out of the Matt LaFleur line of thinking. So the, those similarities there to me are really interesting and also a key to the second half of the season and, and the resurgence that this team has found. They mesh so well. And, and then the third part is their leadership role. They don't embellish. Um, they don't exaggerate. They're very straightforward, matter-of-fact guys, even despite the 20-year age difference. So I um, but everybody was clear to say this is not a player's coach type thing. This is definitely Matt LaFleur's system. This is his standard. This is how he wants things. But the way um, Jordan Love buys into that and respects him so much to go along with it, I think is a unique uh, working relationship in Green Bay. Man, I hope we got at least one more week to keep talking about this, Lori. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You never know.